Welcome to the Jersey to Vegas podcast. This podcast talks about the hows, whys, and what's next in your life journey. If you're looking to start fresh and turn over a new leaf, you're in the right place. Now, here's your host, Pete Isip. Get older, you're like, yeah, I can't do that anymore. Right. No seltzer water. It's always, it's, I guess it's a, you know, obviously it's a body, the evolution of keep, get this camera out of here. Keep fucking looking at this one. It's the evolution <laughs> of like, uh, just uh, your body or de-evolution. Is it evolution yeah, or is yeah, it yeah. de-evolution? You know? Yeah, that's a good <laughs> point. It could be either, right? Um, yeah. I'd like to look at it as like, yeah, I mean, it's like nature's trying to push you out of the way little by little. You know, right. <laughs> it's like just yeah. shoving you aside. It's like. Right. It's yeah. It's like yeah. We're gonna eliminate this guy soon. Yeah. He's like yeah. yeah. We'll give him more things to worry about. Yeah. Really St- it. Starts off with like small things, like um, maybe a little more tired in the morning. Maybe like right. you have you stay in bed a little longer. You like you you stub your finger and then like <laughs> you're like damn it's kind of hurting for like a little too long. Right? Two two three days of like a little bit of ouch, you know. And then it's like in your face, like <laughs> hangovers are horrible. Um, training is horrible. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yep. And and all has to do with recovery. Yeah. Right? All has to do with recovery. Like, yeah. right? Your hangover is terrible because you can't recover. You can't right. go to work all day long after, you know, doing a bender for four days. Like, yeah. you're, you're done. Um, and when you lift, you know, oh, yeah. we'll talk about that later. It's like when you lift, it's fucking the recovery. Yeah. I literally went into the gym this morning. I took the dogs to the park at 4.30. I make them run. So is that mm-hmm. their exercise? Because they got to do it. And I was like, okay, you lift. You know, I got my double pull day. So it's like RDLs and like pull-ups and stuff like that. And I got there. And then I just walked out. Because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I literally just walked out. I was That's like, because awesome. I'm going to get hurt. I'm going to get hurt if I push this workout because I'm sore from yesterday. Whereas yeah. like if this was, what, 10 years ago? I'd be like, I could do three more today. Oh, yeah. I know. Right? Yeah. Right? It's like... Yeah. um. I also think it's, you know, even during, I noticed nowadays um, when I'm training in the past, it'd be, I would be more open to doing some really harsh sets, you know, like high rep, um, kind of heavy. And then now I like, there's a mental aspect where I go right and now I'm, I'm thinking ahead of time. Like, okay, if I do this set, the next set's going to be even worse. I might even get sick later on, like during the session. And I'm, I'm like breaking down and then tomorrow I'm going to be so sore. I can't walk and I got to do this and that, you know, it's like, it's, you're, you're sort of anticipating now, like what could come in the past. I'd be like, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, like right, I right. could crush myself and like, I, you know, it'd be great if I was limping tomorrow, <laughs> you know? And like, uh, yeah, the, the, the approach has changed so much. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. It's kind For of sure. Amazing. Yeah. Isn't it weird that we say that? Like we say, you know, you're kind of, you're listening to your body. You're yeah. doing auto-regulation, which has yeah. proved to be probably one of the best ways to train for mm-hmm. longevity, you know? And, you know, the Russians and the Europeans have been doing it. They work at the 80% yeah. and the 85%, right? And it's just us that want to go like 110% all the time mm-hmm. and, and feeling like that's going to be better. But I guess it works for different people. Everyone's different, yeah. so. I feel like the, I mean, you're so right. There's this... um I wouldn't call it an imbalance, or maybe a sort of a, a, a misunderstanding of like, or a process of growth that comes when you're training, and because it's you know you know you you have to be kind of there has to be some toughness, right? You have to like work hard to get something back from training, 
uh, or anywhere, right? If you're studying or you're going to work, whatever. And you can work too hard, right? Even though sometimes there may be some benefits from that, but I think um, it's always it's always the um, work smarter, right? And right. I think that's auto regulation, right? It's where you 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 use a little more intuition, you're more honest with yourself, um, with with what you maybe you can do it, but maybe should you, you know, and and you do just enough, right? And I think just enough is great, rather than you know going you know 110 percent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree one. I agree 100. percent Right, you know? <laughs> right. Because we've all been there. And uh, yeah. I've been at that phase of only going 110 percent. Like right. there's nothing less. Right. You know, it's just that sports athlete mentality that kind of you get ingrained into. Yeah. What you need, I and, think. You know, that's good. Yeah. You know, especially game time, right? That's where you go right. 200, right? It's right. where it matters. And and I feel like yeah. that's where most people think they're training. Right. I they're think they're always training in yeah. game in game time. It's like it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not the championship. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Yeah. Not For yet. Practice. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. If you just joined us, and we we're just talking. Oh. So <laughs> no, it's okay. I I just went when we started recording. We were talking about like um, the evolution versus de-evolution of the body. Are we actually? You know, things that we're, I'm allergic to a thousand things now. Edwin can't drink seltzer water for some reason. You know, <laughs> yeah. It just gives him some, you know, bowel problems. And it's little things like that. Are, are, are we actually evolving anymore or, or now are right. we de-evolving? You know, right. but it's its own place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, really annoying. Yeah, it's, right. it's so stupid. Yeah, it's so silly. But on that note, yeah. hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to Jersey to Vegas podcast. This is Pete. I'm here with Edwin Vera. Say hi, Edwin. What up? <laughs> Yeah, sure. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> you know, that was my favorite colored crank shirt. It was just an off, like that military green with the orange. Just, just, it just made sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what episode are we on? We're on episode number twenty-four. Uh, like I said, very conversational. Uh, it's my brother-in-law. If you guys don't know that. And uh, before that, really good friends at a gym called Club H in downtown Jersey oh, City, yeah, where crazy. I feel like, yeah, I feel like anywhere I've worked. After that, well, obviously, I only work for myself, but like, I feel even here now, trying to like kind of look for work. I don't think I always compare workplaces to the group dynamic we had there. Mm-hmm. You know, just like people willing to learn, everyone was new. We had two good leaders, and it just kind of like uh, dictates like how I look at my work performance today. It's like. I want to make sure I'm that type of leader. I want to make sure I have this type of team. And, you know, it kind of trickled down. But that's where we met. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. That's yeah. it. You know, it's funny about I, I always um, think whenever, whenever I think about Club H, um, that was the only time I think in my life where I was surrounded by, um, at, in workplace, where I was surrounded by people that really made, like, the work life thing was really felt like one thing, you know, it's like I had my, it was my family there, you know, and, and, and I loved everybody. We had, we had good leaders. Um, my coworkers are really smart and they all, they all did something different to elevate your game. And, and, you know, and it, it was such a great time. We all trained together, um, gave each other a hard time, you know, pushed yeah. each other. Yeah. And it was, you know, training was hard, right. You know, getting up early, going home late, um, and and I love being there. It's great. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could actually just spin off that. Like you started talking about it already, that training is hard. And if you didn't know, um, Edwin transitioned from trainer and he's been a trainer for a long time, like long, long time in New York City, doing a lot of private clients, working at different gyms and then obviously working in um, downtown Jersey City and then again, transitioning back to the city. But now he's computer guy. I don't know what the name um, I don't know the name of anything. <laughs> any, yeah, any any career besides computer guy. Yeah. Uh, so I don't want to. I didn't want to butcher it. So, um, yeah. but doing that challenge, like, what was the biggest challenge for you? Like, why did why did that happen? Like, what mm-hmm. happened there where you went from training to what you're doing now? Well, um, there's a few. It was a few things. It was a few things, and uh, it it started actually. So the pandemic was the really the the axe <laughs> that split the log, right? Um, right. I, uh, once the pandemic struck, I, I, you know, I was out of work like many of us. Right. And, uh, I was like, kind of like thinking to myself, like, I don't have any other skills and, and I didn't see fitness coming back anytime soon at the time. And I I was scared, you know, I was was like, oh oh man, you know, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I gotta, I'm, you know, I'm almost 40 and I gotta, I I need some, some some type of security and, or like just to do something. And also I was kind of like, I've been, I've been there where, you know, things get dark and your, your mental state changes. And the one thing I learned was to say, stay busy. So I decided to uh, become a student again. And um, my client, Vanessa, who's a, who's a great computer programmer. She always suggested to me, you know, something to explore. I just never gave it any time, but now I find myself with a lot of time, you know? So I, right. I started, um, I went to free co camp. That's actually the, where the hat is at. <laughs> you know, I have to thank them. They saved my life. And, um, I just like sat there every day and kind of like taught myself some computer programming. I started off uh, with web development, um, HTML, CSS, JavaScript. And, um, I thought it was very cool, confusing, um, you know, but. I was interested. And so I decided uh, about two months later, two months of that on my own, I was like, you know what, let's, since I was very confused all the time, which I still am, uh, I decided, you know what, let me immerse myself a little more. I enrolled to a boot camp. Um, it was a four month uh, sort of intensive where, you know, from nine to five, you were acting as a computer programmer, software engineer. I'll talk more about that in a second. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, it was amazing. It was the hardest thing, one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my entire life. You know, it's, it was uh, wow. because it was completely out of um, my scope of what I, you know, I was doing well. I was a trainer for 16 years and that's all I knew and I knew it well. And so now here I am and, you know, working on things that require uh, you know, understanding of logic and, uh, you know, completely different mentality. Right. And it was really hard and I struggled. But um, I made it through, um, and yeah, and there, there I am. But I would, I'll say this, like, um, one of the hardest things about that is once I was done with the boot camp and you didn't have to be somewhere, you know, like nine to five, I found myself now motivated, finding the motivation every day to sit down and um, challenge yourself on your own. It's, it's really oh. hard. Um, yeah. And that really was like, took, I feel like a lot of um, discipline that I thought I never had. Um, and there were some days really hard. Some things that, you know, I think with, with computer programming and, and software, learning about that, uh, 
what was one thing you deal with all the time is is um, not understanding something, and because because really what you are is a problem solver. You know, you you're you have a problem and how do you fix it? And and in that and while you're studying or or trying to build something, you 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 encounter bugs and or things you don't you like. How do I do this? I don't know how to do it. And and maybe something might not work. And you're just like banging your head against the table, you know, and right. until you have a breakthrough, it could come in an hour, it can come five minutes and come a week later. You know, I, I once, uh, I told this funny story where I, I, I was building a small tool for, for this uh, friend of ours for his website. And it took me about a week. And I, and I, and like every night I go to bed, I was thinking about it. Like, what can I do? What can I do? And I kind of, I kind of gave up mentally. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell him I can't do it. And the next day I woke up and I was like, it kind of like struck me. I was like, wait, what if I did this? So I scrapped the whole thing, did it over again, and it worked. And that's right. this is that's exactly what it's like, you know, um, doing this stuff. It's like you struggle a ton and you have breakthroughs. The struggling sucks, and that's like 90% right. of it. But it's that 10% of the time when you make something work that feels amazing. Right. Like sometimes I right. like, a like I feel like crying, you know. Sometimes like when something works, you're like, oh, <laughs> fuck, it works. And you like get up, you like celebrate, you know. And you feel like the king, <laughs> yeah. and, and I chase after that, which is what reminds me of a lot of like training. You know, when you hit a PR, yeah. you know, so you chase right. after, right? Doing getting getting some right. place new. Yeah, right. That's actually gonna. I was actually gonna run into that. It's like you you talking makes me think about dialing into your bench press more. Right. Like, why can't I get four hundred five? You know, it's like, why is this? Why am I stuck at three ninety five forever? Well, you know, are you creating more tension? There's a lot of things that you have to kind of work through. Mm -hmm. That you know, your your body may be different than another person, so you have to work through all these suggestions or these tricks in order to get that that PR. And it kind of sounds like the same thing. You're problem solving. You know, your lifts. You're problem solving your body. Right. If someone is trying right. to diet, like it's the same thing. Like. How come she could eat carbs and I can't? Like, why, you know, how come she's losing weight and I'm not? Like, it's big, it's all problem solving and it's not going to happen all at once sometimes, yeah. you know? And when you do get it, which is wedding day, right? <laughs> it's, uh, it's great. Right, right. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Um, but to go back to it, like, you know, the pandemic was the axe, right? It was like what that struck the, oh, yeah. but, but the, the log was splitting on its own, <laughs> you know, like I, I towards yeah. the end and you, you know, this too, like fitness was kind of changing, especially. When social media hit, when when was that? When Instagram started becoming a thing? I'd say 2011. Not e yeah, yeah, because 2010 was I was still doing Facebook, right. and then Instagram started hitting about hitting about 2010, 2011 is when it started getting a little popular right. with just right. pictures. Right. That's it. Just, just like pictures. posting your food. <laughs> yeah. Look at my yeah. salad. And then Facebook took it over. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is me yeah. waking up. And um, look at my latte. And. Um, <laughs> I feel like sorry. There's some honking in the background. Was that crazy? That's all right. He's from New York City. Everybody, I think. My hair is siren too. Understandable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that hit, and then social media slowly was kind of like finding its it, what it was gonna do, right? Because it was like, here's my latte, and now it was like, let me sell you something, right? And um, right. fitness at the time was like, kind of like learning to use that a little bit to sell things, right? whether it's, you know, like, uh, you know, training plans or whatever. And so that changed right. the game, I, I realized, like, a little bit, where people yeah. started doing online training um, and then many other things, right? They were following people. Maybe they're training on their own because they were learning stuff. Um, so they didn't really right. need a trainer, um, someone there. So that 
kind of like I felt it um, after a couple of years. It started to really kind of like affect my business because we're all doing really well. I feel like yeah. until that happened, like some of us got hit hard. And so yeah. as I got older, there was um, <laughs> some struggling in terms of like making my business work, you know, like um, and I was like kind of worried about the future and and I just didn't know I didn't have a fix, you know, so then I, I you know, mentally and I, I you know, I, I think I told you about this. I went through this where I went through a period of, of depression where yes. because I was constantly anxious about my future and what I was going to do right. and, and what it was going to mean. And and um, I was yeah, uncertainty. uncertainty, fear and uncertainty. And yeah. uh, it was just something that was just like on my back every single day. And I didn't have a solution. I, just, I kept saying to myself that if I did all the good, you know, as people tell you, right? If you work hard and right. you do all the right things, it'll all come. It'll, you right. know, it'll pay it. It'll pay it back to you. Right. I didn't really see that. Yeah. It just kept going down no. and down and down. And then I found myself in a bad place right. um, financially, um, mentally. And uh, the pandemic really kind of like was like, the, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, yeah. And yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, really, really. Um, yeah. That's what caused the change, uh, the career change. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I totally forgot that pandemic was one of the reasons like that gave you the yeah. time as not as even though it wasn't time you it was time like you didn't want right you know, but you you yeah. always wanted it but yeah. it was there and uh, you took did, advantage yeah. of it so it's, it's awesome. It's hard you know like when I think about it you know, some days I still do I get really sad you know like because I do love fitness I truly love it you know I know you do too right. and, and that's it's not something I wanted to let go. Um, right. And I still don't, you know, there's still a little part of me that's like, I get, like, maybe I can still do, you know? <laughs> um, right, right. I got an hour. Yeah, on yeah. yeah. Maybe somebody wants yeah. to see me on Monday morning. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's, I still love it and, it and it makes me sad at times, but I think, um, you know, it's something that just had to happen and you, you roll with the punches and that's right. all you can do. Right. You just got to yeah. keep busy, like yeah. you said, right? Whatever the, the transition is. Um, and you started talking about uh, fitness and how you feel or like, you know, the change in it and how it kind of, you saw it kind of, you already talked mm -hmm. about it. Um, what is what is your opinion on fitness today? Uh, let me explain a little bit more about that question. Uh, Edwin mm -hmm. competed in powerlifting and was an avid competitor right it was something that you always look for a next mm -hmm. meet to the next meet to the next meet found friends that would you know lift and kind of built this whole even nat you know was a power lifter just like so we had this little group um we used to get out of these meets in like 12 hours <laughs> maybe, maybe less, a little yeah. less then that's yeah that's masters heavyweights lightweights yeah. female children right mm -hmm. remember the children that would just lift like why is this kid in a bench suit yeah. And then um, now it's like a four, three, four day event just to get through it. You know, that that social media boom has incredible really, yeah, really helped out the, the RPS guys. Gene, right? Gene. Oh, no. Passed, Gene yeah, passed, right? Yeah. Oh, RPS, Gene passed. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. RPS. Did I say RMP or something? Like that? <laughs> yeah. For a minute. yeah. RPS. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Sad. I yeah. about that. But, yeah. man, that man worked hard. But like they yeah. exploded. They exploded. And like he finally saw like the yeah. the fruit of his labor hard work. before he left. You know he was mm -hmm. at the peak of it, and 
And uh, how do you feel about fitness now? And what do you think, you know, the whole change up? I know you talked a little bit about it. Can you talk a little bit more about it? Yeah, your, it's, your um, it's, it's really, it's hard to, I don't want to trash it. I feel like I will. It's going to sound like I'm trashing it, but um, I hope it's not taken that way when I say this, because I feel like it's become something that's like hard to um, traverse, you know, like, especially for, let's say, a beginner or someone trying to find what they're trying to get out of training, right? And I, and I say that because... Right. When, I, when we were training, I feel like it was, I remember this, I remember this clearly, <laughs> like I spent years doing this, like trying to get people, especially women, to tr to strength train. And yes. man, to put a two pound weight in their hand was like, they, it, it was as if it was, <laughs> something was wrong, you know, like it was going to poison them or something. And they're like, I don't want to get big. I don't want any, I want to be as tiny as possible, skinny as possible. And you're like in your head, like, you know, in order to get there, you got to strength train, <laughs> you know, you want to be skinny and yeah. Right. Like you're not going to blow up into this right. giant person. You, 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 whatever you have in your head, is what's going to happen. But, um, and then out of nowhere, um, it caught on, you know, to, to my delight, you know, I was like, okay, great. I can finally get, right. you know, right. my client, she, she right. now wants to squat and she wants to bench press and she wants it's right. deadlift. Right. And it just like tumbled into this out of control, <laughs> into this like social media craze of like a, a new trend of like, uh, strength training and powerlifting. We saw it with CrossFit and and uh, several right. other things. But but also what happened, this is really strange, still strange to me, is like everybody wants a big butt. You know, there's things like that. Right? Like yes. these little <laughs> amalgamations of trends that like now like create these little sects right. and cults, you know? And then and, and now right. I'm seeing a lot of on social media like especially a lot of women who right. are strength training but but they only squat, only deadlift, right? Booty bands, all these booty products, right. booty, booty, booty. <laughs> yeah, booty, booty, and booty, it's like booty. you know, <laughs> leggings that make your butt look good. It's this craze, you know. Um, and they're doing squats with the booty bands, and then hip thrusting, and they're doing all these lunges, and and so that's and like it's, and I get confused by it because I'm like, are we strength training here, or, or are we just like focusing? And making your hips very strong or building right. the size of the glutes you know it's like this strange like is this like right. you know what's happening and 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 so that was a little annoying because i'm like it's right. you know, the futurama quote like or the meme with he's like screaming like well, i don't know what i'm looking at you know what's happening so that was yeah. a little scary because I, I didn't really know what that meant or that what was happening to the fitness industry i'm like it's just now being sort of um taken over by something dark and sinister um because i could see that happening right. you know another few years from now it, it's, it won't be the butt thing right it'll be something else and right yeah, and it What's could be slightly um unhealthy as we're seeing right we're hearing more about social media sort of giving people the um wrong um idea of what the human body should look like and um right. all these things that are happening you know but um yeah, that was, that's it's weird. I think the fitness industry is is um, is under assault by you know <laughs> about people trying to sell you things. Um, people are trying to make you feel like this is how you should look and be, um, and it's it's gone away from I think being healthy and and taking right. care of yourself. 
um, being strong uh, because it's good. We've all we all know like the the benefits long term, especially right for your heart, your bones, um, right. your mental state. Uh, and now it's become something else. It's, it's about like the image. Right. Absolutely. I've never seen so many hip yeah. thrust videos in my entire life. Five years ago, no, six years ago, right? Six, seven years ago, we'd line up the barbells next to the benches and no one wanted to do Nobody. It. Nobody. And nobody yeah. wanted to do hip thrusts. As great of an exercise as they are, it's, it's a, annoying to set up. We get it. Like, but now they don't care that they have bruises <laughs> on their hips. You know, before it's like, I don't want yeah. to touch it. And I don't want to do this. And I don't want to because then it's going to make mm -hmm. me you know, this and that. And now they're all like, rep 75 in one set you know it's like it's uh yeah it's different and it's i guess it's hard because you are a trainer and you you are passionate still even though you're encoding like you're passionate about fitness and working out and when you see things that just doesn't make it does there's no sense to it if they could explain why a little bit better i'm sure everyone would feel at ease especially trainers but there's no rhyme or reason you're just going to do legs every day because you just right. want a bigger butt but you're also gonna be stopped by your genetics mm -hmm. at the same time. You're, you know, some people just have it, some people don't, and that's when you get yeah. implants, I guess. I guess, I guess it's like, sorry, yeah. like I sometimes I, you know, I think the what I always try to, uh, I guess, explain to someone, you know, why? Because they always like, why are you always so mad at them? Like it's because I think the intentions are all good, you know. While they're good, it's like right. the, the What's driving that person is is like right. the image, you know, like wanting to appease to someone someone else, like that you have right. a nice butt or that you maybe you want a lot of attention, right. which is okay, you know. But I right. I'm like right. when when that's not cool anymore, where are you gonna go right. then? What are you gonna do then? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. True. Someone texted me the other day, they're like, Pete just want you to know people always say this you know they they'll let me know to confirm because i post a lot you know because i'm marketing you know i'm 100 marketing but you fall into the trap of like a like does count you know a like is like mm -hmm. okay they liked it which means they may buy a t-shirt they liked it which means they may buy the book uh, they just remind me that it says um just so you know your likes and the comments don't define who you are and it's like a lot of people feel i feel you know, their accounts are everything about them and it, that becomes their identity versus like they, they have a different person, you know, but now they're butt because it looks good that yeah. now they're obligated because now they have more thousands followers or even a sponsorship. Now they have to live up to this person, yeah. you know, and it can yeah. beat you up. It could be, it can beat um, you up. a trap. I think, yeah, like you said, it could be a trap. Yeah. Yeah. It could be a trap. Awesome. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> got boogers. Pam boogers. Camera <laughs> don't work today. You got boogers. And fucking flip flops. <laughs> we got that. We got that. All right. Uh, you talked. You talked a, a little bit, and yeah. you talked about your depression, and I kind of feel like that was maybe your darkest time. But you know, this is this channel is mm -hmm. about mental health. Um, how did? What was your darkest time? Yeah, if yeah. you don't mind, um, could you kind of explain that 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 period, and how did you kind yeah. of move out of it? Um. So I, I, I think my darkest time is when, 
I think the only people that well, I guess I'll just talk about it now. But the only the only person, the first and only person I ever talked to about this was was my sister Nat, where I admitted to her um, that I was having suicidal thoughts, um, hmm. and that was around I want to say two thousand, maybe seventeen around there, um, where I was struggling again with my business. And I and it happened right after I stopped powerlifting, because right. now I found myself, you know, I was like I loved it, and I and I decided to step away from it because it was too harsh, and um, and I was just uh, wasn't it wasn't productive anymore. It was, uh, you know, anytime I'd have a bad performance or I wasn't, um, you know, some programs, some cycles don't go well, you know, it, it'll mentally beat you up. So right. then I stepped away, and then that really affected me because I was like I didn't I didn't have an identity anymore. I felt like I'd lost that. I'm like who am I now? And and on top of that, my business was failing. And I so you know so that so my personal my personal training identity was <laughs> was slipping through my fingers, and my powerlifting thing had gone. So I'm like, who am I now? And and then right. you know trying to figure out what I was going to do to to sort of secure make my future very secure and I, and not uh, be homeless one day, you know. But um, so I was having uh, you know really dark thoughts. I was beating myself up every day, you know, that I sucked and and that uh, no one loved me and nobody wanted to work with me. And, and I was mad at everybody else for doing well. You know, it's like this really, like, you know, spiraling yeah. downwards. Um, and I was spending a lot of time alone because at the, at the, at the time I was dating a girl um, and she uh, was always away. She, she was a nanny and so she traveled with his family. And so again, I was spending a lot of time alone and, and I was just like my, you know, just like talking to myself and yeah, uh, I got to the point where I was like, you know, you know, you know, not even having to do anything with fitness where it was just more like uh, this nihilistic, uh, nothing matters. And, and I was thinking about watching history shows and learning that all these people are, in the, are gone. They're in a, and nobody thinks about them. So it doesn't matter if I'm here because once I'm gone, uh, it'll move on. Nobody's ever going to think about me and like things like that. And, and just, you know, watching nature shows and watching animals kill each other. And like, you're like, everything's horrible, you know? <laughs> <laughs> life is pain you know and yeah, and yeah it just like it got really yeah. dark and and yeah and once i started having those thoughts it was like uh oh you know, what's happening what am i doing and right. uh, i spent a lot of days crying um being in bed um not wanting to do it i i didn't want to work out anymore i didn't want to work anymore i just was like yeah i kind of gave up a little bit and uh i never seriously I never got to a point where I was like planning anything out, anything like that. But there was there was heavy right. contemplation where I was like, you know, get, like doing things like, um, you know, maybe what if I drank a little too much or uh, how fast could I do? You know, like there I started to scare myself. And right. then one day I, I after like, you know, doing that, you know, too many times, I got really upset with myself. Like, you know, I had this, I don't know what, I don't know what happened exactly. I, there was an event, I just can't remember what it was, but I do remember distinctly sort of being outside of myself and looking at myself and being disgusted with getting to the point of, hmm. you know, what, like I used to be very positive and like confident and used to work through things. Like, why have you give? why have you gotten yourself to this point? And I had like a serious conversation with myself where I was just like, kind of like, it, it, you know, you are the master and the commander of your ship. And and though right. things are hard and difficult right now, and you can't figure out how to solve this problem, 
it is it is um your duty and and especially you know like being lucky enough to have been born at this time right um this day and age to, and to be here right and to experience all this you know and i was like and you're in your throwing that away you know um over right. something that you know many people have suffered even worse things and you're gonna you're gonna not um, stand up and try to do something about it and i and i that kind of helped me a little bit and now i'm not saying that fixed it all but it definitely kind of gave me a little bit of like you know take a deep breath give it a moment of being you know in that state of mind but do something about it don't just you know um you know give up like that and um i i tried to do that every day every day i told myself fight a little bit um do a little more if if you're because i think that's what you know talking about depression i i've realized and this is just maybe my this is my own perspective um the depression, I think, what I've learned from it is sort of a indicator or a, or like your the nature's way, maybe, of sort of telling you like something's not right, and you've got to fix it, right. or you're going to feel this way all the time. You know, um, I know there are other things. You know, like there's a you know uh, more biological things like you know whatever the chemistry in your brain has a lot to do with it. But I just think that it's a good way to um, tell the, you know, your body to tell you, tell you like uh, something's not right. There are underlying issues. You got to, you got to address them. And um, I'm going to make you feel this way until you fix it, (laughs) you know? And, and so that, that I feel like that boosted me out of the situation I was in. And I started working hard to get past it and, and to keep myself. So I started, doing, you know, maybe working a little more. I started working out a little more again. It helped. I started reading. I started just like staying busy. I didn't, I didn't give myself a moment to really to sit down at home and kind of like, <laughs> you know, let those thoughts, like, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I just like stayed busy. You know, I was going to Muay Thai. I was training all the time. So that, that helped. And then it was, it was addressing the, the problems, right? Okay. Like, why are you um, feeling this way? And it was all those reasons. So I, and one by one, I started attacking them. Um, I started saving more money. I, st- um, I, st- I started working a little more. I started taking care of my body. I stopped drinking as much. Um, and it was just all those things combined um, and practicing um, being okay with being depressed because I think also it's just a light, depression is just a, I think a, a problem that everybody will probably have at some point in their life because it's just part of life. And and I started telling myself, you know, right. um, this is something that you have to go through. Um, life is not always, you know, amazing and sunshine, and you know, and so you have to learn how to deal with this and how to uh, and how to manage it. Because um, if not, you're not going to make it. Right. Yeah. No. No. You, you get into that trap. You know, we were talking about traps before with social, but you actually talked about the trap of. Um, you brought it up. Um, not like you shook yourself out of it. Like you were fortunate enough to have that outer body experience where you kind of yeah. looked at yourself and you were disgusted, you know, like yeah. who the fuck, this is not who I am. Like, right. you know, cause you really didn't know who you were. So you kind of needed that reminder. But if you didn't do that, that hole is so addictive to sit there and not want to get up and just blame everybody and yeah. just cry and just sit there. Cause you know, what's you're, you're not, there's, it, it takes work. 
you know, it's that 10% of work that you're talking about. It's like, it's really hard and it's really difficult to, to get there. But if you just start little by little, just like you did, you know, maybe started moving a little bit more or saving some money, something in the positive note, it becomes more addictive in a different way. Yeah. You know, it kind of yeah. helps you out that way. So true. Yeah. So that was, that was tight. Why do you think, do you, do you know why? Why is that? Why, why the fuck is it so addictive to like feel like shit? I think it's cathartic, you know I mean? right? It's like, you know, it's like, yeah. um, it reminds me of like watching sometimes when you watch a movie, we like to immerse ourselves in that, you know, and especially like whatever genre, right? Let's say horror. Like, I know you don't, <laughs> I know you don't like scary movies, right. but some people like to feel scared. Right? Nope. <laughs> some people want to feel the elation right. of watching a romantic you know, movie about two people find, yeah. Right. And all those rom coms, there's always like a moment where the couple, like, they separate because something happened, right? And the movie's sad. And you, like, want to feel the sadness, you know? So I think it's, um, I think we all like to sort of uh, feel more. And whether that's like, um, you know, in, in one direction or the other. Um, and I think, so. and then when, and right. then when you're sad and depressed, and you wallow in it, I think there's something there, you know, like where there's a part of you that enjoys feeling like shit. And it's it's hard for me to like yeah. explain why. I think at the end of the day, it's just right. Um, maybe you just need to get that out, you know, like, especially like, um, right. and we all know, like when you cry, I think there are studies that show that you know, there's like a big, huge release in, of dopamine or something or some kind of feel good hormone or something. Yeah. Um, yep. I think it's again, like, I think your body puts you there uh, because maybe you need to get that out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's still an emotion, man. Emotions are, yeah, they are uh, addicting, you know, it's yeah. any type of endorphin, right? It's definitely, whether it's good yeah. or bad. You know, whether it's good or bad. And you said it perfectly before. It's like, you're going to go through depression. It depends on the level you're mm -hmm. at or how you handle it. Um, and everyone's got to kind of deal with that, 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 that point. And I always say that if you're at the point where you can't handle it anymore, that's when you find someone else yeah. to, to help you with that. You know, I feel that's the dark, the dark secret that no one really wants to because they feel like, even you said it before, like, who cares about me? No one loves me. I'm a burden. Mm -hmm. You already you already think that way. You know, now we want to ask for help right. when no one cares about you too, inside your right. mind. Yeah. I, you know, now I like, I don't have a problem talking yeah. about it because I realize it's like, you shouldn't have a problem talking about it. You know, like the, how important it is to tell someone else how, we're, how you're feeling. Um, because right. like, you know, we, we sort of all, at the end of the day, we're all, we all support each other. Um, and uh, it's right. difficult to do things on on your own. Especially that level. Especially yeah. that level. It's pretty, it's, you have to be one. Mm -hmm. I don't know what type of person you are, but you got to be one stronger, yeah. disciplined individual to be able to pull yourself right. out. And right. if you do, yeah. good. I find too, a lot of good times those you. people, they're, they're fucking weird. <laughs> you know, like they tend to be like, um, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to say sociopaths, but like, you know, like they, they kind of just like look out for themselves. And yeah. Yeah. Kind of, they can be a little right. cutthroat. I don't right. know. This, I'm not that's saying true. that's true, but it, it, it feels friend. that way. Yeah. 
yeah. It could be true. It could be. Yeah. It could be perfectly true. That's why, and you also said uh, depression. Actually, um, I'm working on a joke, and you actually said it. And I was like, that's kind of funny. Um, like, what is depression? Depression is when you take all of your hate, anger, and all your fears, and you push it so deep down inside your body that your body's like, you know what? I'm not going to mm-hmm. do shit, and I'm not going to let you do shit yeah. until you do yeah. something about this. You know? It's like, yeah. So it's like one of those things you said. It's like it's your body just saying, you better do something about this shit yeah, or else yeah. you're going to be yeah. down here it for feels, a long time. It feels that way. Or, and, I, and, like, so. I, and to anybody out there who's like, <laughs> I think about depression a lot, you know, like, I think, um, you yeah. know, we all, we get it. It's, it's when you're there, it feels like you're never going to get out. It feels like you're never going to get out. It's like you right. now you're here. And that's no. it. This is your life now. Um, I own right. you. Yeah. And crazy. Um, yeah. And crazy. I know you asked me, uh, you know, like, I think getting out, I don't think you ever do get out. And that, again, like, I might be, hopefully, it's not a terrible thing to say, but I don't ever feel like I've gotten out. I think it's, um, and sometimes I wonder if it's a, again, part of life and part of getting older. And you, you've seen more, you've you've dealt with more, and now you're sort of um, um, worn down from from life. You know, you like mashed down into a point where, like, you know, it's something that's a part of you now. You know, you have your opinions and your perspectives and right. uh, about everything and everyone, um, and your um, your point right. of view gets so refined and so uh, hardened to a point where now it's, maybe it's like sort of this like piece of baggage that's part of you that never really goes away and you just manage and you just uh, learn to live with. And, and, and right. now I just try to, um, I work with it. You know, it's like, I keep it at bay. I make sure I do all the right things I need to do. Um, that the things that make me happy and that no will make me happy and they'll keep me safe and healthy. And I think that's how I fight it and, and, and sort of keep it, keep it away. Cause I know it'll come back at some point. Cause again, it's part of life, right? And so you just kind right. of uh, remind right. yourself every day, like you know, take care of yourself. Right. That's a that's mm-hmm. a good point. That's a very mm-hmm. very good point because it, it is a piece of you. You know, once you experience yeah. it, you can't forget it. You know, mm-hmm. even though you didn't even know you were in it, you know, it takes a while before you actually realize. Oh wow, I'm depressed. You know, you yeah. sometimes just like, all right, I'm having a bad day. Yeah. But that those bad days turn to like bad months. You know. And then it's like, it's funny because I just did a journal entry today and I was like, I just look back mm-hmm. at my journal entry from last year, completely different, you know? So if anyone that's listening to it, that kind of feels hopeless or like, this is it, you get out. like you're, you could get out, mm-hmm. you know, it's only been a year and like even more so those journal entries from, from the book that I have coming out, um, is just completely different. And like, who is this guy? Like, who wrote this? But yeah. I, I understand. You know, it's kind of you never really forget that 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 piece of right. your life that you yeah, struggle yeah. through. Definitely, and, um, um, that's it. Like you said, you know? I think it's it's something that you hold on to, and as a sort of like a reminder, or yeah, something you've you've learned. I've learned from right. it. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, and you're the first person when I. Uh, it's funny. You're the first person that expressed his. The mm-hmm. you know down dark side with me when mm-hmm. i got out of the hospital you were at, at the house and you you took me for a walk and i was still like you know and you know you just got released you think of like you're a fucking 
probation yeah. or something like that. You feel like you're so free, mm-hmm. but you're still you're still yeah. depressed. Like you still have those things you have to work with. And just listening to you open up a little bit yeah. more, it helped. It helped to like um, to understand yeah. that people I, go I remember through that this day. shit. You know, well, because uh, like you're not by yourself. I remember that whole yeah. time. Well, you know, because you know, you know, I, I I love you. You know, yeah. And and you were like my. I always talked about you. You know, when we were at Club H, like there's this guy who works mad hard. He's like always doing crazy shit. I know he's serious when he's dragging a trash can behind him because he's going to, you know, kill him, you know, like to kill some workout. And, um, and, uh, it's, I was so inspired oh, yeah. by it, you know, and you were always so excited to be at work and you're always jumping up and down. Everything was, you know, like I just was always admired your energy. And to learn that you were going through that, I was like kind of sh- like, like this unstoppable guy too, you know, and I went through the same thing. And um, I just like wanted to express to you that, you know, you're not alone, you know, um, and that, uh, right. Like, I, I don't know exactly, of course, like what you were, what you were going through, but I, I, I can kind of like, right. I felt it, you know, and I just thought about right. how awful and how terrible you must feel. You must've felt. And so, um, I, yeah, I just I wanted to um, right. walk with my brother, you know, like this guy I love. And, and I wanted to, you know, make sure I said something to you before something terrible happened or, um, you know, uh, or to let you know that, I, you know, that I cared about you a ton and, and that and I was I was I was with you and I was there with you. Yeah. I was also fighting. Yeah. It was good to know someone was on your side and it was really I really appreciated it. You know, and it's a this is kind of like a good story here is like you never right. know when someone's suffering because <clears throat> on the outside they could be jumping and you know excited about life and posting yeah. a, a bunch of great stuff, mm-hmm. but like deep down they're hurting. You know, so yeah. sometimes sometimes you got to check up. Sometimes yeah. you just got to check up on people uh, with this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Woo! All right, yeah. this heavy. This stuff. This shit. This shit's heavy, but. Good. It's need to you need to be talked about. Let's go to the the final question here uh, that I have for you. Is is there anything? I always ask this one. Is is there anything that you wish that I asked you? Like, is there a question, mm. a topic that I didn't talk, we didn't talk about that Ooh. you would want to talk about? <laughs> you got it. I'm gonna blow my nose. Um, huh. You know, I I I, <laughs> I guess like um, yeah. You know, I was wondering. I, yeah, I spent time a lot of time like thinking to myself, we were talking about depression and like, you know, people like not, not talking about it or hiding it. And I, I, I right. wonder sometimes, like, again, I always think about nature and what the connection to it. And I wonder sometimes, you know, like, um, it's, I think all of it's some, some deep rooted, um, instinct to like not show weakness because if you do, you'll get dethroned or something, <laughs> something funny, you know, weird. Like that we used to probably suffer right. in the past a long right. time ago when we were all like barefoot and like in caves or something. Um, you didn't want your, right. um, a challenger to come come along and, 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 you know, see weakness. Right. Cause it's like animals right. do this, you know, they'll lions will pick out, right. you know, the zebra that looks like he's like limping a little bit, you know, and, and these animals will hide it. Or you see the gazelles, they're like, They'll jump really high to show the lion, like, not me, bro. I'll I'll jump all right over you, <laughs> you know. And the, right. you know, so I think right. it's something inside of us yeah. that, like, you know, you know, to to a, to an effect where you know, kind of keeps keeps us from being uh, eaten. 
you know, so you have to put on a face for everybody. Right. Um, but I think right. that we're in, in a stage where, you know, we're, we're slowly over the years, you know, next, you know, thousand years, we're evolving to a point where we're also acknowledging that, you know, we're not going to cut each other's throats here, you know, like, let us like, you know, all, you know, right. get along. <laughs> we'll, we'll all talk about, you know, what we're going through, we'll all support each other, hold each other up. Um, I think that's, that's hopefully we're all headed. Um, maybe not, you know, we're all seeing how, you know, you know, all like how the world is sort of changing some, you know, how people are maybe too sensitive. Right. Um, I think it's hard to, to like try to figure out how to move through this environment um, and find a nice balance where we care for each other. And, but at the same time, we also fight for what we believe in, you know, so um, it's hard. It's tricky. Yeah. It's truth. <laughs> yeah. They would say facts. F-A-X. F-A-X. I guess. Facts. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Facts, yeah. <laughs> but that's a that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. We always we always have to put that face on, mm-hmm. you know. <clears throat> it's like go to work, you know. That's no matter what, like you got to put that face on. It's like that's one thing we always said in uh, not only stand up but in mm-hmm. in training. It's like show must go on, right? It's like they're they're here for you. This is a show. It's time for Disney. Like Disney people aren't ever upset, but it's the h- hardest job in the world to be that. You know, to really perform at that level, right. but maybe some of them are, don't yeah. feel good that day, and it's yeah. a, it's a, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, we go that way. Also, you yes, know, I was also forgetting. Sure. It was like you, you talked about you didn't know what to call good. me. You know, like the coder. Yeah. Per- so that's a funny thing because, like, I oh, yeah. you know, I was looking for work, like, um, and you're in a resume and LinkedIn. You're like, you you put down software engineer, and but I knew there was you know some people are computer programmers coders web developer you know all these terms and you realize right right, like i was like am i engineer i'm not exactly building really deep and complicated architecture for some software you know some app you know um i I also wasn't programming computers you know i'm just like messing around with like small snippets of code and or writing small algorithms that are like you know like that'll maybe add two numbers together, you know, or maybe put a string of words together. Right. Um, wow. But to build an app requires a lot more than that, right? You, you like you'll you'll need your your UI, right? The, what you're the person's actually going to interact with, and then you need the back end, which is going to do all the small the, all the things that you don't see happening. Um, and you'll have to, and so those are engineers, these architects that sort of um, build uh, small modules of blocks of, of code that all do something different, but they all work together. Um, and they organize that in a way where you, you, you know, you now you have an app, you have something that um, you, you sort of um, interact with and it does cool things for you. Um, so those are, so, so I wouldn't call myself a, really a software engineer. Um, you know, if I have to be, if I have to stick to the, you know, the semantics of it, but um, I would say at, at this stage, I would call myself a coder, you know, like, I don't know if that's an official term, but I think it looks, sounds cool and I like yeah. it. <laughs> but I think when it, when it's business facing, when you're, when you're yeah. together and like, yeah, you, you want the person to sort of notice you. Um, 
So, and you want to use like the highest right. tier of, uh, I guess what you would brand yourself, um, as, um, but yeah, there's so many, you know, web developers, gotcha. person that like, I guess they, they'll build websites and then computer programmers, they'll program the, the computer to do certain things for them. Um, and you have all, t- you know, DevOps, there's uh, data scientists who like just deal with data and, uh, and consuming that and spitting it out. And so, yeah, there's all these terms. Um, and hopefully I think, uh, hopefully I'll find, I'll find a day or I'll, I'll find myself at in a time where I can say, this is what I am. This is what I do best. So I'm still, I'm still looking for that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Trying to figure it out. Right. Trying to figure it out. Yeah. I can't believe like the, how you had Mm -hmm. to just pick up this whole lingo. Yeah. And this whole new language or languages, right? There's how many languages in this, in this field. Like I can't imagine if if there's that Mm -hmm. many titles for like software engineer, like how many more, you know, what, what is it? It's uh, and just to like go from something that's completely, I would say science, right. Mm-hmm. But not computer science. It's just oh, learning yeah. all this new stuff has got to be yeah. challenging. Yeah. It's so, to be so challenging. Super challenging. I mean, I, but I look back, I've been doing it about a year now, you know? a little over a year. And I know so much, but I know so little, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's, it's kind of crazy. Like I, and right. I look right. forward to the next couple of years, like, five years from now. So now like I, I have that perspective because I knew what it took, right? Powerlifting, you, you know, when you, when you start in the beginning, you're not that strong, you know, and right. you're trying to get strong. <laughs> but after 10 years of doing it, you look back and you're like, man, I got strong, right. you know, and I got pretty good at this. And so I know that time is um, right. my best friend at this point. So um, I look forward to like, I know where if I do all the right things, right? If I like practice, like I did in powerlifting, if I practice every day and I do a little something, and I learn something new and I challenge myself and I build on that. And if I do that all the time I, and I know if I look back, you know, 365 days, I'll be like, wow, I, you know, I got to, a, I got to a good place and you just keep doing that. Um, <laughs> and, and just try to be patient. So right. I think that's the trick. Yeah. Over and over again. Yeah. Over and over again. That's dope. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. I think it's a great way to close this out uh, today. You know? No, man, so, that's it. That's it. Anything else? This is fun, man. Oh, yeah, I love this. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's my that first, awesome. yeah, first and only one. Great. This is pretty I'm, awesome. I'm, is your first I one? I was like, damn, I'm kind of nervous. Whoa. Well, welcome. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I heard her washing dishes in the background. Yeah. She was like, do you want to see what tea back there? Yeah, thank you so much. This is fun. This is awesome. So I do appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully we'll do it again. It'll be fun. Yeah, we'll do it again. Yeah. It's fun. It, I'm down. I'm down. All right. Well, let me do some uh some stuff here. I'd like to shout out our Patreons, guys. Thank you so much for um, you know, all the stuff you've been doing, uh helping out the channel. If you guys are interested in doing uh, or becoming a patron, go to patreon.com slash jersey to Vegas and you can find all the information there to help, you know, the cha- the channel build because obviously the more you guys uh I guess you could say donate, um, the more <laughs> the more better that's not it doesn't matter because the new camera that we got doesn't work anyway so fucking so you, you're actually seeing your money do nothing so i appreciate it um and uh, give out a shout out to our sponsors greenville coffee in jersey city and boost fitness and boost training in nutley new jersey so guys thank you so much for coming out my name is pete that's edwin guys uh episode number 24 we're at and we'll see you next time all right peace out everybody 
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from Pete, you can follow him on Instagram at Pete Isen. Thanks again, and see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.